project Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Project Kayfabe, a wrestling and pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe. I got my boy, Finn, right here. Finn, how goes it? Uh, it's going well, you know. Good week. Uh, glad we're going to talk about two episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, two of possibly the best episodes we've seen in this series. And uh, also talk about, you know, Big Monkey versus Big Lizard. Finally, so <laughs> that monkey versus the spicy lizard. <laughs> that was the movie. I don't care what anyone else says. That was the movie, and that's what we all came to see. That's all I wanted. I didn't give a shit about anything else, but we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Um, you know, yeah, two episodes that were talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and honestly, like, it probably worked out the best this way because these were like the best episodes of the show, I would say, and like they just go hand in hand together. Like, obviously, the show will, but like. Those two just worked so well, and they were so fucking good. Well, we'll get into that, you know, pop culture episode, as always, episode 62. Yeah. 62. Uh-oh. It might have fucked up the numbers now. I might have to might have to not do a wrestling episode and then double on the pop culture so we still get episode 69 <laughs> for our pop culture stuff. The Gronk oh, episode. Exactly. The Gronk one. You know, where we just talk about Gronk stuff and... Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. And that. <laughs> but, uh, all right, let's, let's, let's get into this stuff and we can talk about some other stuff, you know, some news and stuff like that. I'm thinking about changing that one. I feel like it needs to be, like, I don't know, upbeat or something. Like, this is very much, like... When I bought that sound, it reminds me of, you know, like something like in a superhero movie type thing. I feel like it needs to be a little bit more a beat or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like just like kind of a generic, like Superman's taking flight or something like that. Like, yeah, some or any superhero is just about to like lift off do do their thing. I like it. It's just not as like it's not as good as the like the wrestling one I got. You know, it's a little it's nice and then it has the ring the bell and all that shit. But I might change it. Who knows? Anyway. News of the week. Only got like two things we wanna talk about really. Like there's stuff that going on, you know, release dates changing, this and that trailer, but only two things that I really want to talk about. One kind of had a trailer in it, but Fast Nine has been making news over the last week, you know. A movie that was supposed to probably have come out last year and it got pushed back and all that stuff. And, you know, I didn't hear it making that much noise in a while, but now they're making fucking noise again. Um, trailer came out. It was what I expected, honestly, out of, like, you know, the trailer last time that came out. Like, nothing crazy, you know, nothing different. But the best part about the Fast 9 news that came out came directly from Vin Diesel himself, you know, I don't know who he was talking to, but the quote that I got here is, you know, Vin Diesel believes Paul Walker sent him John Cena. The quote I got is, I remember John Cena coming into this Dom shrine that I had. That's a fucking Dom that, that, shrine. That's, that's we'll right get there. In, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, but that, that's, that's my big takeaway. Where I would go meditate and train and start getting into that Dom state of mind. 
call this crazy, but I remember feeling as though Pablo Paul Walker. I never know his name is Pablo. What? I think Vin calls him Pablo because I'm pretty sure his name's Paul. What if, you know, like there's a lot of actors that go by their middle name. What if like Pablo is his real name? He realized, you know, maybe I can't make a, a life out of, oh no, it must be that Vin Diesel. I'm seeing his legal name is apparently Paul William Walker. Yeah, that's Because also if your name's Pablo, you ain't changing it to Paul. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the remarkability on that mm. one, but hey, it worked for him. Um, so he believes Pablo Paul Walker sent him. Just what? I mean, I feel like if this was anyone else who was sent him, it wasn't like someone like John Cena. I think we'd be like, "Oh, this is bullshit." But I'm, I'm pretty sure this happened. Actually, he is a gift from the gods. So. Exactly, and I think Paul Walker was just like you know. He's probably seeing all the crazy shit that's happening ever since he unfortunately left us in the fast universe and is just like, you know what, we just had a big huge punch. Fucking John Cena. And I mean I'm just I I did like how the trailer did add a few more things. Like I like the whole fucking Dom doing a nice fucking Roman Reigns spear. Yeah, John he spears Cena. the shit out of John Cena. Who's on a fucking zipline. And then you just got like fucking... It looks like there's flying cars and shit. And it's just like, yeah. If this was anything else, people would be like, what the fuck is this? But it's like, this makes so much sense. All this in the Fast universe. Because it's a, it's a superhero universe, pretty much. Essentially. And what's crazy is like... That's not how it started at all. You know, the first, like, you know, all the way until, like, I say maybe, like, but not Fast Five. Like, Fast and Furious is probably when it changed around, when it, or when they went by the Fast and the Furious. But, like, think about, like, everything up to Tokyo Drift. Just racing movies and, like, you know, money and laundering and shit like that and, like, heists are part of it. That's totally, it works. It made sense. But here we got, like... I'll still remember. I don't remember which one is. Maybe it was like, you know, fast, like fast seven or whatever, where they're going through like a fucking engine of like a plane or some shit. I don't fucking know. All I know is like, this changed so crazy, and uh, you know, John Cena might be coming here to fix it. That's probably what he's doing. I think he's just gonna make it even fucking crazier because now it's it's the whole the fan like he's part of the Toretto family, but he is not and. That's the whole thing about the the movies. It's family. It's family <laughs> and things that don't make sense. But it's all about the family. And why did Dom turn his back on John Cena? His name is... Yeah, I, I'm sorry. His name should just be John Cena because Jacob... That, that <laughs> no. No. You can't call him... J- that, Jacob Toretto. <laughs> J- J- you can't look at John Cena and go, Jacob, no. Yeah, but, they probably should have. They should have should have called him John Cena the entire time. Yeah, you know, it, it was just what made Cena. <laughs> since and but the big takeaway is that Vin Diesel has a Dom shrine, and we need to see this. Like, I need I would to see what this to is. See what a Dom shrine actually fucking looks like. Let's see if I could Google this and see what happens. Because like a shrine, he needs to get into character. <laughs> First off, like I don't. It, it, it's not sound mean or anything, but Dom Toretto isn't—he's not a complex character to get into. <laughs> he's just 
if he's not beating the shit out of thing, people or driving fast, he's talking about family. You know, I, a- I think I think he like Vin Diesel should have a like a shrine, you know, to get him ready more for like uh like Groot, you know? Because Groot. Groot, that's a complex character. That's a lot of fucking Groot. Mm, Groot, yeah. Groot. Like you gotta you gotta know how to say all of that mm. to be Dom no, Toretto. No, all you gotta Groots do is wear a black cut off tank top. Yeah, that's all you gotta do, and just. Just look, look, look in the distance and drink a Corona. That yeah, pretty much. I mean, I hope somehow they find ways you know, to like introduce his music career into here. That one <laughs> song, I still don't remember the name of it, but it's yeah. slap. Fucking it, slap. It, it had a nice beat. It's just, it's still ridiculous that he did put out music, and I, I, I'm just guessing. It's got. There's got to be a car in the shrine, like a muscle type car. Yeah. Like, what, 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 and and probably thing, photos of Paul Walker and stuff. And I mean, all the Corona you can drink. <laughs> and you know, a lot like, of like just blinged out crosses. <laughs> yeah, it's just all the crosses. He's cl- the like five hundred he's had through the entire franchise. <laughs> you know, I. I, I, it's crazy to think about this damn like franchise, you know. When I'm thinking of like they're on the ninth one, and I just read that this is the start of the trilogy that will end the series. So nine, ten, and eleven. We are ending apparently at eleven. That's an odd number to end at, if you ask me. But but that, that's uh, I, I I'm trying to think. Is there any other like besides like you know Marvel and a DC like things that have that many fucking sequels? You know, besides like the main like you know comic booky type stuff that makes sense, but. I think Police Academy had like five, but eleven. Uh, 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 and then you I, got Hobbs and Shaw, which we're yeah. probably gonna get another one soon. I can imagine John Cena's probably gonna get his own. He yeah, probably I would might see more just spinoffs. Like I don't know if they'll do a Ludacris and Tyrese type spinoff. I'm surprised they have yet to work out a television series. I'm surprised. They, this seems like they would probably try and do that somewhere. If this was, if this was under the Disney umbrella, I have a feeling they'd do a Disney Plus type thing. Or, I mean, trying to say, like, something like an HBO Max type series of just something. Yeah, I this see would, them doing. I could see an HBO Max series for sure or something like that. But we're going to end that 11. I hope in between then, like, I might need to start buying DVDs because maybe, like, you know, because DVDs have those behind-the-scene extras and stuff. That's probably my, where we might see the Dom Shrine if it gets enough, you know, coverage. Wait, wait, wait. I, I just, I need to see this. I, we're really missing out on something, and I, I just want to know what, why. What and why. And, like, Tom I'm just, I, I don't know why Diesel. I'm just picturing, like, Vin Diesel was, like, meditating or whatever while John Cena, like, just came in and he was so confused. But then John Cena started meditating as well, and maybe John Cena seems like he'd really been be into meditation. <laughs> and maybe Pablo Walker then, like, went into John Cena, and that's how he was able to. You just like the, the knew, ghost of Paul knew, Walker the, is taking control of John Cena. <laughs> he's like he knew this is this is the guy that's gonna be my brother. <laughs> I just can't comprehend what the hell is going on. But you know what? That's kind of also how the Fast and Furious That's franchise it. is. Yeah. Can't comprehend what the fuck is going on, but it's going on. So, And there, 
the director, Justin Lin, kind of teased of possible crossover between Fast and the Furious and Jurassic World. Oh my god, I saw that. That was one thing I saw in passing. I was like, no way this is actual. Like, I'm, I hope, actually. You know, I mean, that would be... Why not? Again, at this it's point... Like, it's not... It's believable at this point. The Hob, Like, Hobbs and Shaw also made anything possible because they created fucking superheroes, pretty much, with Idris Elba. And it's just like, anything can happen. Han, Han was dead. I don't know how they're going to show that he's not dead, but he was dead. And yeah, he's he now just died. alive. Ah. You know, also, like, think about it. Like, Jurassic World, Fast and Furious. We almost got Men in Black and the 22 Jump Street, 21 Jump Street, you know, series. Like, a movie. I kind of would like if Hollywood just took the random fucking gamble and just, like, you know put two franchises in a hat and be like, oh, this and that. Like, just imagine how ridiculous this fucking would be if they got into fuck. Like, there's a car probably going in the mouth of, like, some giant-ass fucking, like, dinosaur yeah, or some exactly. shit like that. Dom Toretto's definitely gonna have pimped out, like, raptors and they fucking yeah, ride exactly. them shit with Chris Pratt. Well, Chris Pratt, like, was there and he's like, you know, I hate gay people and stuff. And, like, ah, Chris Blue, Pratt. Blue family. But we're <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I think I'm, I'm gonna have to rewatch a lot of these fucking movies. I haven't in a while. I remember I tried and I got all the way to the Fast and Furious, and I had to get well, Fast and Furious. It's the same fucking names every hey. other time. But gonna have to keep up with this one. The last thing I saw was again Hobbs and Shaw. We wow. saw it together, and I rewatched it during Thanksgiving actually this past year. Yeah, that's good. I I want that again because I want just more of The Rock and Statham and hopefully Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart in it again. Like I like them. Dude, Ryan that. Reynolds was the best inclusion out of that. that, that was especially great. with all like friendship like necklace. They yeah, had. exactly. It was just it was. Perfect. I'm hoping with this inclusion of John Cena that we get to see John Cena and The Rock fight in a movie together. Yeah. Oh, that's what they need to do. That's why, because I know I know wrestling fans don't want a third. A third in a lifetime. So just make the grudge match in a movie. That is true. I mean, we still, who knows? We need a rubber match, so they probably might at some point. But, oh, man. Fast and fucking furious. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, oh, there we go. That shit's still fi- fucking loud. I think I might change <laughs> that one, too. Yikes. Um, and the other news... Uh, that's not Fast and Furious, but honestly, I, we could probably keep doing this. We could make it a Fast and Furious podcast with just yeah. how much crazy shit they do. But now into Marvel stuff, Alfred Molina confirms Doc Ock is returning in Spider-Man No Way From Home, No Way Home, and he's saying that it picks up directly after what we saw happening basically in the river, where you know he's floating down and shit like that. It's apparently picking up from right there, so I guess he clearly doesn't fucking die. Even though, like, I feel like Spider-Man movies back to end Tobey Maguire, he killed all of his villains. Like, literally killed them all. So Actually, he didn't. All his villains killed themselves. Actually, yeah, that is true. That's, that is, that's like a little thing that they have. It just also yeah. shows that, like, how good Peter is as a person. That, like, he never actually killed any of his villains. They all, in a way, killed themselves. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I but it, it is interesting how they'll 
I, I kind of don't believe this a little bit because I just, I don't see Marvel. I don't see Disney like letting pretty big like points. Like I know this isn't like huge, but like it's like pretty much now confirming the whole multiverse and everything. I just don't see Disney allowing some, an actor, anyone saying this and letting it get out without some likes, unless they already like fucking fired Molina or just fucking did something to him because they don't allow any fucking spoiler, especially like maybe some main actors like Tom Holland always seems to spoil some shit, but like side character, they, they, they got to put some, their foot down. So I, I'm taking this grain of salt. Cause, yeah, like, I could see that. I feel like, yeah, because like, if you're spoiling some shit and it's like true, Disney would have to be on your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what if Disney's like, let it, like, mm-hmm. saying, like, just fucking do it. I don't care. We're still going to get everyone's money. So, <laughs> like, there's nothing that they could do that's going to stop them from not being fucking crazy in the box office or whatever they're going to do with the release. Um, but I'm, I'm just so confused on what we're getting here. Cause a lot of me keep, keeps thinking with all these quote unquote confirm, like, oh, like everyone from other parts of the Spider-Man quote unquote universe from back in the day. Like I always keep thinking like, what if we just see them like for flashing little fucking glimpse and like some like multiverse portal in a way, like they've kind of done that shit. Like in DC movies where like the flash is running through a little portal and you're seeing everything that like from other universes and stuff. What if like that's, that's kind of what I've been thinking is probably what's going to happen, but it's so interesting. Like, yeah, what are we getting here? Exactly. I, didn't, I don't think we needed a live action, like spider verse. The spider verse was already like animated and that was dope. They could have just done that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I'm still just a little hesitant because it just feels a little too soon to do the spider verse cuz again we're just we're really not we kind WandaVision kind of scratched the surface a little bit with multiverse and multi dimensions and everything and we haven't got like that's why i just feel like with doctor strange that's going to open up everything yeah and that, that just being, finished filming too yeah and that being after this it just I, that's why i feel like they're this is just going to be a tease to the next spider-man that's going to be the multi, the Spider Verse, because that would just make more sense. That's what it should be. I mean, it's just such a random inclusion to throw that in now. I don't know. Like, I wanted like at the very least, I still want if they're gonna make things quote unquote canon or add it. Like, I think the biggest thing I still want is like, I saw like someone tweet this out. Like having uh the guy who played. Uh, Daredevil in the Netflix series like you know everyone keeps saying oh like he's probably gonna need a lawyer or something add Daredevil like that would just be stuff that would be fucking cool like I don't really care too much if like Doc Ock's Alfred like you know comes back like Alfred Molina's Doc Ock uh, definitely give me uh, William Defoe's uh, Green Goblin I'll yeah, take that I mean, one. that's the vi- that's all that's all I really want that's who but, that's what the entire movie should just be about like they should just really, give him a solo movie. Oh, a solo, this is his own thing. The memes that would come out of that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just think about how fucking crazy the memes are now. Yeah, Especially so. like that one where it's like, I love it. Like they memed so much of when he gets the Green Goblin powers and he chokes <laughs> the dude. 
Ravioli. Ravioli. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> launches. That, I don't care. That, that always will make me laugh. Because he, sa- he, he says ravioli. He really does, though. <laughs> and, and then we also got it, like, I, this also kind of reminded me that they pretty much confirmed that Jamie Foxx's Electro is coming back in a capacity, too, in this next movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, how is that going to, because, again, that's a different Spider-Man universe. I don't know how that, it's, it's interesting, but, like, either way, like, even if this is, if there's Spider-Verse and everything, that's awesome. But even if it's not this, the last two Spider-Man movies I really enjoyed, especially Far From, uh, Far From Home was fucking just Dude, that movie was so good. Every time I feel like I see a Spider-Man movie that came out of, like, you know, this new Tom Holland stuff, the last two, every time I'm like, yeah, that was one of the best Marvel movies ever. And then, like, I changed my mind, but I still think, wow, they're still fucking solid and great, you know? Especially coming off the heels of Endgame, which was just monumental. And, like, how do you fucking live up to that? But that, it set up the next, this chapter, this next phase. That's, it's really just been that and the TV shows, but that killed it. The TV shows are killing it. And I just, I really enjoy Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like I see like a lot of people, of course, there's always going to be the arguments, Toby's Spider-Man, uh, what's the name? Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, all that stuff. But it's just like, if we just appreciate him, that's, that's what I do. And it's also, it's just different eras. Like the... The first three Spider-Man were just, it was perfect early 2000s. Like, it's its tough to compare to nowadays, especially with yeah. how big the Marvel Universe became. It's, its you know, I will say, you know, Tobey Maguire's you know, Spider-Man, he now had to run, you know, or walk or whatever the phrase is, so Tom Holland could fucking fly and exactly. spoil movies. <laughs> and then, uh, Andrew Garfield, unfortunately, he just... He got a shit on the stick because they. It wasn't. They screwed his, him over. His, his I think potential they screwed wasn't him over. F- fully reached, and he also didn't get a third movie. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I think they screwed him over. I liked him. I did not have an issue with him. Like, the movies themselves were rough, but like he was good. A lot of that's why I feel like a lot about like certain bad fucking movies. Like I'll still say like, while Green Lantern is a horrible movie. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's pulling his best, he's doing his best. The same thing with, like, the Wolverine movies, like, until, like, Logan really happened. But, like, Hugh Jackman, great fucking role for him. Only reason why you watch it, and then all the other shit is like, damn, it sucks. At least, you know, Hugh Jackman's doing great. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited, either which way. I just want things to happen. It's still crazy to think about, too, that, Far From Home is literally the last one that, like, Marvel movie we've got. Sure, mm-hmm. we've had the little miniseries, but, like, the movies is what started it all. The miniseries are going to help continue it, and, like, you know, it's been great. But, wow, I would, I would really fucking love a movie right about now, you know? Just yeah. some crazy, because then all the crazy shit could go down. All the crazy stuff, because at least, like, with WandaVision, you know, crazy shit did go down, but, like, it's leading up to the mm-hmm. crazier stuff. Mm-hmm. Same thing right now with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Crazy shit is going down. And I know there's bigger stuff involved. I just want those like big OMG moments to happen that we get out of the movies. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what we we all want to see, hopefully. Hopefully there's no more push uh, no more delays and everything. Cause... Hell yeah. And uh, like it seems like, you know, we're going to get 
Black Widow, which at this point I'm kind of like mixed about it at the very least. And they're going to do a release in theaters and uh, on Disney Plus, so at least you'll there's a way to watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot more people are now kind of maybe thinking of going to the movies now that the vaccines are getting thrown out in there. You know, um, actually where Lauren's at, there's an Alamo draft house by her, mm, like bad. two blocks away, like walking blocks. I'm like, whoa, Alamo draft house or fire. So I might go maybe to a movie in a couple of weeks or something once I'm fully vaccinated. I don't know. Talking about movies for just a hot second. The random thing I saw on Facebook before we got on that I had to mention. There's a movie poster that I saw got posted in this one Facebook group I'm in. It's called Pharaoh's War. On the cover and the two, you know, stars for this movie, apparently. Mike Tyson and The Mountain from Game of Thrones. I, I think I've seen, I think there was a trailer for this. I I don't know if I've watched the trailer, but I definitely have heard of it. I mean, hey, you know, uh, a fucking, this sounds like one of those like straight to DVD type movies, but it's it's good. Definitely get some attention because of the names. I mean, I'm interested. It's an hour and 50 minutes. It came out in Thailand. Interesting. Yeah, initial release was in Thailand. Where can, is this watchable? If this is watchable, we haven't done a watch along in a while. <laughs> oh, man, this is this is that was. I just saw it. I'm like, how is this a movie? You know, but a lot of things. I, I, I'm still waiting for that uh, COVID nineteen movie with Kevin Nash. That's still on my <laughs> list. Yeah. Uh, Anywho, yeah, that was the little thing I wanted to mention. How crazy that is. Sounds, uh, sounds quite interesting. <laughs> Ow. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. We're, I, I wanted to mention it, you know, just because we said we, we would do it. But also because apparently the boys won't watch this movie unless we say what our opinion is on it. Yeah. Which I, I respect enough. You got to respect we're the movie guys. You know, yeah. we're the ones that watch the movies. You know, maybe Tom might be like, you know, no, what about me? But I don't know, Tom, you can't respect the Captain America trilogy, even though you have this bias with Captain America. So you you lose me on this one. And there's probably other things you lose me on this one. One day we got to get Tom back or, yeah, back on the show because he was there for once. He really needs to defend himself at some point on these yeah, episodes. He, he does. But um, again, and full of his... viewers we got are like, wow, this guy, Tom. <laughs> Some of his movie opinions, that, that's why he ain't one, one of the movie guys like us. So, yeah. you know. Exactly. Uh, but Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong. What is your take on it? You know, just what do you think? Listen. What, I, I didn't still haven't watched any other of the movies, the Godzilla or the Kongs of recent besides this one. But really what this whole movie is about is the title. It's Godzilla vs. Kong. That's all you come to see, really. And I have to say, they did a great job with the fights and everything. But that, and then the inclusion of Mechagodzilla and everything, that was fucking awesome. That, that, that's yeah. just really what mattered. Because everything else... 
I didn't give a shit about it because all every, and I'm I don't care what anyone says. All the humans sucked in this, even the ones you're supposed to root they, for. They suck so sucked. much. They and not even just like as like you know because literally the reason why all this shit is happening is because it's the humans' fault. Mm-hmm. Like always, it makes fucking sense. I mean, that's literally 2020 wrapped in a fucking nutshell of why it sucked. Uh, the only one I will say that I did like. Was was Bernie, Brian Tyree uh, Henry is the guy who plays hmm. him. Dad from uh, Dad from Spider Verse, Paperboy from Atlanta. I liked him. He was a little bit over the top, but he was good. I fucking hated Millie Bobby Brown so much in this yeah. movie, and the fat kid from Deadpool too. Uh, biggest I thing. hated them fucking both. One of the notes, and it was one of the first things we see her do is like after she's at a school and whatever she who the fuck listens to a podcast without headphones on she just had it out on her phone and was just listening just walking down psychopath just like what, what are you doing psycho like, fucking it, path. it's the same people like unfortunately i see on the trains where people are just blasting music out of their phones it's just like oh that you can just way get too it. Fucking you much. can get headphones anywhere Dude, like, the you, worst you get, is like people that Apple get a, ones, a full speaker. Have you seen those people? The ones yeah, that take I, a whole fucking portable speaker and put just link it. The first time ever I've seen someone on the bus as I'm coming back from my COVID shot. I'm seeing a guy who's not only listening to music, but then he like decides to because DMX passed away that day. Mm-hmm. RPX. Yeah. Um, he was watching like little mini documentaries of. DMX and just blasting that like I'm hearing interviews and stuff like that. I'm like what the hell's going on here I hate that but continue <laughs> yeah that, that was my big thing like when I saw that I was just like what the fuck are you doing and then yeah it's just she was the the Bernie character I I, I was kind of like him in the beginning but he he was getting a little too annoying towards the middle and then and like the whole like conspiracy guy type thing in the movies you know, it's whatever, but again, that's it's more of just the other humans and everything just made me realize, like, no. Anytime there wasn't Godzilla or Kong in the frame, it was just like, I, who gives a fucking shit? Just, yeah. I want to see fight. I want to see King Kong scratch his ass. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty fucking funny just to start the movie like that, really. I'm mad that they haven't, you know, gotten get like king kong to go full monkey and take a shit in his hand and throw it at somebody <laughs> i mean what they were doing especially in the beginning where they just literally like led him to godzilla i would not have blamed him to just shit in a hand and just throw it at everyone because what the fuck yeah the people were literally like they said oh we did our best to like you know not get him out there you're in the water godzilla is godzilla it doesn't yeah. fucking matter so, clearly it didn't fucking matter the people suck I'm looking down at the cast and like, you know, I still like, I think one of my things that I hate about movies that do this a lot, when you have people that are quote unquote like teenagers or little kids in movies or in shows and you make them seem like they're more of an adult than they are or they're more adult than the other adults, I hate that. I hate that because she was trying to be so demanding and all this shit. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. I wish they had her dad in there more. Um, Kyle Chandler is his name. Mark Russell. Yeah. I like the dad. I, I didn't I hate felt him. bad that he was in for like 10 seconds. Exactly. Really. He was, he was pretty like... good in the, because you haven't seen the other ones, but he was in the Godzilla King of Monsters. That's where he started at. 
not bad. This one, like, <laughs> he got paid at least, so yeah, fuck he got paid. <laughs> and I forgot the other... You literally see him, like, he says, like, one thing. The guy who's, like, the uh, the concierge guy in John Wick. Like, the, the, yeah. the guy with glasses and everything. Like, he, he, was, he said, like, one line to Kyle Chandler, and that was it. He was, like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was in the other movies, but he was just like, that, that's all he said, and he was done. Just collecting the check. I don't know why they wanted to do this. Like, they tried to combine the cast, but the best thing is, like, the, the you know, when you're combining, like, doing, I don't know, like, I guess you could call it, yeah, combining two properties together, you would expect, like, all of them to, like, meet and talk to each other at the same time, but, like, Team Godzilla and Team King Kong, like, never interacted at all, mm-hmm. which is, like, this is the thing, too. You know, you could be nitpicky and shit like that, but that's not what I wanted to watch the movie for anyway. I was expecting, like, everything else that wasn't King Kong, fucking Godzilla, vice versa. I was expecting it to be bad. I expected the fighting to be crazy, and that is what I fucking got. You know, I was happy. You know what? King Kong got his ass beat. He turned out to be the loser in this one. Godzilla. I am. That's the big thing. I'm glad they did that because it would have made no sense. Because the guy is literally, a, he's, just, he's, he's just not fair. Yes, the reach. That's what I remember, the reach and the, the thumbs and everything. That's what King Kong's got. And he's got, I got to give it, he's got a sick vertical. He was jumping Dude. all over those boats. Got to give vertical. it to him. Vertical. Smart, though. He could use tools. Cause he can use tools. They did a little homage to, like, the old King Kong Godzilla where he put, like, a fucking thing in his mouth. He put that stick, that, like, little, like, sword or whatever, the hammer he got, and tried to shove it down his throat. <laughs> Godzilla was getting deep-throated down there. <laughs> but, but, like... What were you I was just going to say, every, every fight lived up to it. Every... And also... 110%, yeah. Goddamn, do they just... They absolutely just fucked Tokyo up. Like it, it was it was honestly I know it's fake and everything, but it was really fucked up just to see that all those people. Dude, how died. do these worlds survive? Like how do these cities like, and all that? Like oh, oh my god, this was one thing they fucking said. When the first Godzilla attack happened in the very beginning of the movie, they said some shit like eight people died. Yeah, like I was like that's what the news reported. Bull yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, how yeah, the yeah. hell did eight people die from a Godzilla attack? It was, just like, uh, uh, it was like a whole fucking plant, or whatever, just went fucking gone. But no, it was just eight people, like nothing. Even if like you 20... tell me 80 people, I still think that's low. <laughs> and then also, I like that just like what they're doing to like creating the thing that's going to stop Godzilla and everything is just randomly in Florida. Like yeah. it, it makes sense, but at the same time doesn't. Like there's oh, it's just some crazy shit. Put it in Florida, but it makes it's sense just so that it random. Also backfire in Florida too. Yeah, it's just. Uh, but yeah, the I really did enjoy the whole ship scene of them just going at it because it was it was just so cool seeing like Kong was getting was very outnumbered because he was in fucking chains especially yeah, in chains so, and in the water he wasn't he didn't have the advantage guy, guy was but he, he did take it to his advantage at times gotta respect it and a, another big thing the fucking why they kept sending just fighter jets or whatever to godzilla and expected him not to just fucking kill everyone it's just like Dude, i don't get that 
That's the one thing I don't get about, like, these movies in certain ways, especially, like, it happens in a lot of movies that have, like, powerful fucking beings. You've dealt with them before, and you know it doesn't work. Why keep doing it? You just don't do it. You you know, you send the fighter pilots. You've done this before. It never turns out well. Why? It's just like, I, I don't need to see the other two movies to see that there was also a bunch of them. They're just like, oh, let's see. And you can see, like, Godzilla does get like hurt or annoyed by them but it's just more like just annoying like they're like fucking pinching him he's just like what the fuck get that and just <laughs> just fucking swats him like matumbo just get the fuck off me and just, dude his just... tail is crazy that <laughs> tail has some fucking length to it uh, i will say one of my favorite moments in this movie and you know i hated the character um maya mia maya simmons whatever name the the hot woman from hobbs and shaw yeah um she was the daughter of the guy who was like the owner of that um that big uh, company. I'm forgetting the name of it at this moment. Either which way, it doesn't matter because she sucked. She was only trying to do it so they could like go to that middle earth and take the energy power source and then they could boot up Mechagodzilla. I love that when Godzilla, I mean King Kong, he fucking like has the, he, he grabs their little fucking plane. He just looks at them and just squishes the shit out <laughs> like, of them. <laughs> you fucking suck. I know it. <laughs> Like, just... that, that was perfect. Like, I also, because they didn't do this in Kong Skull Island, they tried, they did a little bit, but they very much made him a person in this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he obviously can fucking talk. He's here talking to a little girl. The only good p- character in the movie, the only good person, I should say. Mm-hmm. A little girl doing sign language, talking to the monkey. Like, they made him understand and stuff and i do like also in the movie just like how they're like it ends in a mutual respect in a way yes. godzilla and kong like godzilla is like i will beat the shit out of you again he did kill king kong until they had to boot him mm. up with the fucking uh uh the plane or whatever the spaceship or ship whatever you want to call it but dude mutual respect at the end you know maybe we get a part two you know they go solve crime somewhere buddy cop yeah. situation that's it uh, one of, when you mentioned like them talking and everything, one of the best interactions was when the little girl was saying that like Godzilla is not the enemy, and King Kong just like screams and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Pretty much, <laughs> what are you? This guy fucking just tried to fucking kill me, and then he's Dude. just like, oh, "All right, I guess I gotta save him." And then they they honestly, what I felt like they became like the fucking Dudley Boys, like the greatest tag team ever. Like really, they just fucking. <laughs> Wrecked and also Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla, lightweight, fucking pretty much died because of the pouring of the alcohol and everything on him. He just went to shit. So yeah. guy can't hang. <laughs> Three again, shots did, in and dude's lost. <laughs> the 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 mutual respect. I did wish this would have made it probably like a hundred out of a hundred movie is if they dapped up at the end. <laughs> it is it's a like a kind of like to just shake like rock and john cena after wrestlemania just like what's that know. uh what's that one um it's a meme too that arnold schwarzenegger one yes. where he like grabs the guy yes and carl the, the 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 white and black arm that just like yeah. it's not a predator i believe that would have been sick if they did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude i like i highly recommend it because if you're only watching it for the crazy shit that is King Kong versus Godzilla, you're going to be happy. Everything else, like, you'll just deal with. And also, it's not that long of a movie, to be honest. It's, uh, 
what is it? An hour and like forty-five. I feel. Hour fifty-three. Like it, it didn't feel that. It didn't it, feel like that. It was not. The other like, movies I was felt longer. The other movies felt longer. This one didn't. Because I just feel like nowadays with blockbuster movies, they got to be at least over two hours, just because fitting so much shit in, especially like a movie like this with just two properties. You would assume they tried to throw as much, and they threw a lot in, but. They were able to just, you know, it didn't feel long. It just felt like, because it, it just kept going to the, the fights and everything. And I did, I did also like in like that whole the Hollow Earth thing where King Kong was just like just fucking up these an, like prehistoric type animals, and the one where he just yeah. fucking is just eating that fucking like kind of pterodactyl thing is just like yeah, he's a fucking human. It just it was just funny, honestly. And he, Kong and he was dope. Yeah, Kong just acting human was just fucking hilarious, really. I I hope that there is more to the series. Like, I think it's done well. I mean, this movie has done the best during, I think, the pandemic era mm, ever yeah. so far. Because it was not only able to come out on HBO Max, but came out in the box office. It did really well internationally, you know, because everyone else, well, not almost everyone else, but, like, a lot of places are doing better than the U.S., but we're getting closer. We're trying. Mm. But they got a good success in the box office, so this means we'll probably get, like, a sequel to at least both Godzilla and Kong. I don't know if together, but like, I liked it. They're interesting. They're not as bad as you think they could be. And apparently like they did have an end credit scene that they ended up putting in the movie. And so it was already added into the movie. So maybe that means like they have other stuff in the works. I don't know, but I'd be excited. Yeah. I would, I would assume the next movie would be uh, another Kong, a King Kong movie because he was really the focal point of this movie and i guess in a way this was a sequel but he deserves i feel like i guess another movie because it's also just barry did two other movies with godzilla what more can you really do with him exactly king kong is like a human type of sympathetic character that would they can do stuff and especially with the fucking hollow earth and everything they can do some shit there yeah. That's also, it makes me think, shit. like, is that how... I wonder, like, how real could that be in, like, real life? Like, you know, I don't... Like, the core, you know, apparently is, like, you know, hot and shit, I'm pretty sure. But, like... You know, Very there's, hot, we I don't... believe. That's what scientists say. <laughs> like, there's, like, <laughs> shit we just still don't fucking know in this world. Like, dude, we we barely gotten anywhere close to the deep ends of the uh, sea, you know? Well, like... Well, the sea is fucking terrifying, so... There's Hell also a yeah. reason we haven't, we shouldn't explore all the sea because it's, there's some fucked up shit down there. I've never been on a damn cruise before, but I want to, but all movies make me scared of how like crazy the water could be, especially at night. Like mm. all of them look crazy. So like, uh, but it would be cool to see what else they got. Cause they could do, they could, cause uh, Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters was that was one. Like they added a bunch of monsters, and that's another one where it's like, I don't really give a shit about the people, but the monsters killing and fighting shit and all that, it makes it worth it, you know. So that's that's all they gotta do. Just keep doing shit like that. 
I don't know. They got Pacific Rim as a thing. I'm pretty sure it's by the same company. Like, you could probably throw Pacific Rim in there. I know it's, like, futuristic, but it's basically the same shit. I would also just like Charlie Day to be involved again. That would be cool. <laughs> Charlie Day. I don't know if you've ever seen Pacific Rim, but any, yeah. any, anyway, anything Charlie Day is in is great. Yeah. So, like, uh, he's perfect in there, you too. Need, you need more Charlie Day and stuff, That's, so... Hollywood's missing out on what Charlie Day has to offer right now. But, hey, there's always new episodes of Sunny. That's still going. I don't know how. I mean, it's great. I'm just surprised they got greenlit so much because it's kind of fucked up. It's. I just feel like it's the biggest show on FX that I think everyone just watches, and that <laughs> keeps FX afloat. So they're just like, just keep turning them out. Yeah, after they got rid of, like, Sons of Anarchy and shit like that, they needed more stuff to put out. But then again, I do see they have this thing called Mayans, which is a sequel to it. Mm. You know, it's the other biker gang. So, I mean, if it worked once, you could do it again. <laughs> Just now you made it a little Spanish. <laughs> but yes, uh, Greg, if you're listening, watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Just because of the action. That's what you won't. I don't think it'd be hard to be disappointed by the action of this movie. It's Hell insane. yeah. Especially the CGI. Honestly, I have to say the CGI, because I don't know why, it's just making me think of if you just see movies in the past, like Justice League, we didn't cut to just think of CGI like that and like, ooh, that was bad. And see stuff like this and it's like, holy shit, that's fucking incredible how they're able to do that. Yeah, there is good shit out there. You know, it gets surprised, you know, with how far we've gotten. Like CGI can be still really, really fucking great. But also, at the same time, think of how far we've got, and it could still be awful. Mm-hmm. But Godzilla King Kong, like, you kind of, like, it just feels so realistic, obviously, because it's, like, you know, done that way. But, you know, you can't fucking tell, like, it's a little fucking CGI monkey and shit like that. Yeah. But definitely a good watch. It's one of those things you could drink a beer and get fucked up mm. too and just be like, yo, that's crazy. Or even yeah. like, now it's, now it's legal in New York, so you now get a nice blunt and you, yeah, you there now, you go. Yeah, now you do you do some things, you do that. You just, bada you, bing, you, you bada boom, and there you, you go. Exactly. You, you shut your brain off, you do whatever you want and you're going to enjoy the movie. That's the best way to describe it. It's a, it's a perfect movie to shut your brain off. Brain off. Just watch two big things fight. One more. So it's like wrestling. Just watch two big guys fight. Watch two big creatures fight. Boom. This is my fa- one of my favorite quotes right here. Big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> big meaty men slapping meat. That's just basically that's, what I King mean, Kong and Godzilla is. That's what they were doing. Like, pretty much. Also, sometimes Godzilla is a girl. Sometimes, like, I think because, I don't know, sometimes they're like, like there's sometimes there's no gender. Sometimes Godzilla is a girl and has kids. So technically, if Godzilla is a girl in this one, King Kong should be canceled. He's beating up women, you know. But then again, he lost to a girl. So and again, he's a little bitch. I was team Godzilla, and I knew that they would pull it out, and they did. He, he, but, he, respect, they, but, but King Kong true. earned my respect. They they should have dabbed up. That would have been the best way to close it out. (laughs) Dab up, freeze frame it too. Then the end credits roll on it. Trying to think of a song that would have been perfect to play. Hmm. That would be a good song for that. I don't know why it fucked up, but See You Again just popped up in my head. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about Fast (laughs) and Furious, so it makes sense. That would be great. 
they would, would they both just drive off in separate directions. Or even better, you know, they they grab hands and then you hear tongues. Three three don't trust the hoe players for some reason. Mechagodzilla was a hoe. Don't trust him. Dude, big jobber too, you know, like big jobber because Mechagodzilla, like I will say though, they made him puny. I like I feel like the older Mechagodzilla was a little bit more of a thick boy. This one was like real skinny and shit like that. I don't know why. And they could have another thing because the monster, because they built that monster's like intelligence, quote unquote, from this thing called King Ghidorah, which is a badass in Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. Really badass. They could have made, because they, they do end up making in like those older ones a Mecha King Ghidorah, and that one, like, that almost killed the shit out of Godzilla. Hmm. So. If they would have done that, maybe they would have fucking won. But no, they just make this little shitty ass Mecha Godzilla. You, you fucking fry the frames of like the, the little computer thing, and then boom, he's fucking toast. Done. But big ass jobber, but good ass movie to just yep. sit down and chill. Yep. Now we could talk about what's so good. And honestly, I don't even feel like like we could try and keep them in order, but we could bounce off and talk about them. Episode 5 and 6 of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, wait a second. I'm supposed Four to play this. 4 and 5. Alright, I'm stopping that. Yeah, 4 and 5, you're right, because 6 is next week. That's the last fucking episode. Hmm. Mm-hmm. crazy but what's even crazier is i think after watching these two episodes it's already definitely better in wandavision at this point for me just because of what it's done and just how badass it's been i pr- that's probably why i'm gonna say that because i love wandavision but definitely wandavision is really nice and done well this this is just so badass <laughs> it's like honestly the there was definitely a good amount of WandaVision that felt like a movie, but this this is really just like a fucking movie at this point. Hell yeah. This is like another fucking Marvel movie. What they were able to do, like, just thinking back on episode four, just how it started and also how it ended, how emotional both those scenes are. Seeing Bucky and Wakanda just pretty much not, like get deprogrammed really and lose his winter soldierness as it was and just see the emotion come out of him it it officially made me uh take away my hate from him uh i was stupid for hating him in the back of the day this guy (laughs) he's been through the fucking ringer and dude it's an emotional story when you look at what's happened to him just fucking killed it honestly and then the fucking end of the episode where John Walker, fucking roid raging. Really, just, though? Just doing some... Just out in the open. Like, he, he does that in the uh, in the back alley. Because, like, let's be honest, there's... This, the Avengers have killed a few people. A lot. They've wiped out an say. entire fucking city. <laughs> but they would always be, you know, a little discreet about it. But this man... Just... Just not my cap. Now that's... I saw people were calling him Decap America, (laughs) Decapitation America or some shit like that. Like, 
that scene was so fucking good, though. Just, like, how crazy it was. Because, like, we do, like... And I like also, in that episode, he's like, you know, he got the opportunity to get the fucking serum. And he sees it. And then, you know, he has that talk with, um... What's his actual Lamar. name again? Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> this is a funny name for some reason. Um... But he has that conversation with Lamar, and he's like, you know, would you do it if you had the chance? And he basically tells him to do it, you know? That's all he kind of fucking needed to hear. And then we see him, he bends that fucking pipe, and Sam's like, what? <laughs> he's just, Sam knew, he's just like, ah, this, this motherfucker. Because like, Sam, Sam said he wasn't going to, Zemo asked him, would you do it? And he said no. So it just is like, it shows what Sam is. And uh, why he should be Captain America, because that's by rejecting the serum. He, John Walker, I feel like he, no matter what Lamar said, that guy was going to take the serum. Oh, he, was yeah. already, he was already feeling with being fidgety and everything like that before. He was like, I, I need something, especially when the door melange fucking tore him. Kicked his one. ass. He was, he was just, like, yeah, they weren't even superhumans or anything like that, and they fucking wrecked him. Honestly, I wish someone was going to just went to him and says, are you going to cry when he was saying that? Because he was pretty much on the verge of tears. <laughs> and Sam warned him. He's like, you don't fucking fight with, don't fuck with the door, Malachi, because that's exactly why you don't. Dude, they, they literally came and wrecked shit up. I'm really upset that they do take Zemo away in episode five because I really like Zemo in this. Like, you know, we've only got that taste that we got in Civil War, but Zemo was really fucking good. And you kind of sympathize with him a little bit, too. Like, he's one of those characters where it's like, clearly you're a bad guy, but you're not making, you're not, you're, it's not like you're not making sense, you know, when you yeah. think about it. Like, especially that whole thing where it's like, you know, did you guys ever go to the Sokovian, like, memorial? And they're like, nope. He's like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know, like, he just, like, he got screwed. His country got screwed. And I don't feel bad. Like, I mean, I feel bad for him. Compared to, like, Carly Morgenthal, or however you say her name, um, I don't give a shit about her. Like, she sucks. Like, she <laughs> literally, like, has real gripes and i understand because you know government sucks she's been mm. screwed over but she can't listen to any logic and that's what's screwing everything up and she deserves to die <laughs> yeah i mean she she's zemo again yeah he's I, I i will defend sam and bucky they weren't involved in sokovia so i, I don't they think get a they pass. i think they get a little <laughs> bit of a pass because they they didn't drop the city you know but yeah, uh, yeah, Zemo has every right to want to get rid of this whole super soldier thing and everything and how he sees it. I like how he put it up pretty much saying that it's like <laughs> he was saying like <laughs> comparing the Avengers to the Nazis and everything. <laughs> like how they just, everyone just wants so much power, supremacy. That's what the super soldier serum's about. <laughs> and then the fucking great line where <laughs> Sam's like, those are our friends. He's like, the Avengers, not the Nazis. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Bucky. <laughs> you had to make it known just a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I feel like we, we have to see Zemo eventually in some capacity. Cause again, like similar to, I don't know, some, someone like Jimmy Woo and WandaVision, he killed it in that. And I have a feeling we're going to see him more. Cause that's what the fans want. And, 
Marvel always is listening to the fans. So Zemo, yeah. he's going to return in some capacity, I feel. They're, they're starting, I think, the works for Black Panther 2. So he clearly got sent to Wakanda where he's going to live the rest of his life, apparently. So he's somehow going to do some shit and get out of there or some shit. Or who knows? Like, I like his character. I want to see him do more fucked up shit. You know, I want to see they could, they could go a lot further into details on what, like, his... Zemo does, because he's smart when you think when you think about it, you know, like he was really fucking good. He could have like fucking ditched him in the first episode we got reintroduced to him again, but he fucking came back. And I just want to see him put on that little mask again. Cause he went yeah. off when he first put that mask on. Like, dude went killer. And that's how come like Sam and Bucky and uh Sarah uh, they got out of there. Mm-hmm. No, that that they they're kind of teasing the thing where He's sent to the raft, the prison that was in uh, Civil War, where, like, uh, what Sam was in Hawkeye after the whole fight in Civil War. That's where apparently he's going, which Thunderbolt Ross was like controlling. So oh, apparently then... there's there's a thing where he might be a part of this group called the Thunderbolts. Yeah, it's Thunderbolt like the Suicide Ross. Squad. Yeah, kind of like a so. Zemo and people are saying maybe eventually John Walker will also be a part of that. So it's kind of, I don't know, see what happens. Other other villains that have bit like maybe after the uh, last uh, last episode, George St. Pierre becomes involved in that somehow. GSP comes out. <laughs> this that was just a nice little funny inclusion. That was probably this quote unquote maybe like you know cameo they were talking about for episode five because for some reason that was a rumor going around. You hear about like oh there's gonna be like someone like cameoing in episode five probably just GSP coming out of nowhere. Well, there was there was a pretty uh, can like the, a new character that's a cameo really that came out. Did I miss something? The, the Julie Louis Dreyfus. Oh, Julie Louis. Yeah, that was that, I was that, I, I I almost forgot about that. Also, that, her inclusion when she came out of nowhere that was just like that was perfect. It like was, fit her so well. I was like, this is. Uh, She's pretty. She's acting pretty much like how she was in Veep as Selena Meyer, and I think that's. It's she great. also kind of reminded me of like her character in Arrested Development in a way too. Uh, <laughs> she's blind, but not blind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that I mean. I don't know. It wasn't what like that a meant. huge cameo, like the, what of course like everyone wanted in WandaVision and stuff like that. But it's it's a cool thing. It's cool. I how she's going to be involved in the MCU because it's just nice always seeing pretty big names in Hollywood. Familiar actors coming in, you know. Coming to Marvel and, you know, they. I feel like they always just put in great performances. So I'm interested how she, I I don't know if she'll be in the last episode or she'll be, it sounds like she's going to be in Black Widow. Like we were supposed to have already Uh been introduced to her. I don't know if she still is, but Maybe this is how we'll get introduced because, like, you know, maybe they'll have something new, maybe like Taskmaster or some mm-hmm. shit like that from Black Widow. And she definitely ties into now the U.S. agent storyline that, like, John Walker is because he becomes U.S. agent. And he's kind of like, in a way, think about it, like a uh, peacemaker in a way, you know, yeah. just like John Cena, you know, peacemaker, loves America, dickhead vibes and shit like that. Yeah. That's, that's what he is, but on, like, fucking roid rage with how he's yeah. acted. And honestly, 
You know, it's crazy to think about it, too, because John Walker, the actor who actually plays him, has been getting death threats and shit like that because of how he's acted, because of his character. Not because of how he's acted, just his acting. You know, it's so fucking good. And people are people are just fucking insane. But he is doing so good of a job, and people hate him that fucking much that they're sending him death threats. I mean... Kurt Russell's kid, man. <laughs> he's, I have to say, like, the first, like, three episodes, I'm like, he's playing a great, like, douchey character, like, asshole that's like, oh, like, you're, you're like, he's, like, a good guy, but you're supposed to not like him, really. But he's, he just went full. I'm just going to be a huge, pretty much a villain, and he's been fucking killing it. These but, past two episodes were so good for him. Mm-hmm. So it's, fucking good. Especially that, that whole, like, in the last episode, when he's just talking to the whatever senator, that committee, you can just see the raw emotion that he's feeling. At the same time, also, you can just tell the, from the super soldier serum is just making him go fucking berserk, really. Yeah. I thought he was going to, like, break that. It would have probably made sense if he, like, just broke that podium or whatever, because the guy's fucking strong as hell right now. Dude, uh, and it makes sense, too. Like, he... um. He wasn't, like, that wrong, too, kind of. Because, like, you know, they're here, like, fucking trying to hang him out and, like, throw him away and shit like that and say, oh, you you know, you don't represent America anymore, Captain America. But, like, they fucking built him. All of his things that he's done, all of his morals are basically have come out of being a military, being in the military, serving the U.S., serving the government. And they are just screwing him over. Now he's like, you know, like that one part where it's like, you're not going to get like an honorary discharge, you know, you're losing no, you get no benefits and all that. They basically said, yeah, everything that you've done to who you are now is means nothing. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of sympathize with them because they're really, listen, he made a terrible mistake, huge, Hard. huge fuck up. But like they... It's really, this is what the government made him, and they just, yeah, took it away from him, and you can see, understand why he's upset. He's, of course, going to do the wrong things and make it even worse, because the guy's not in the right headspace right now. I don't know, because this, I think it's majority of the serum, but he was also kind of losing it a little bit before he took it. So I think he's just been going a little crazy, because again, you could see in the beginning of the series that, like, it's a lot of pressure to become the next huge superhero captain america that's a big biggest shoes to fucking fill like he was like when he's talking to his wife and saying they don't know what it means or what it's like to be captain america and like technically he still doesn't really know because he's never truly been enough like you know you only did it i was it's not like only my dirt day here that mean but like (laughs) like think about it like it is crazy amount of pressure which explains why he's having a mental fucking breakdown because everyone wants him to be one thing yet he's not living up to it and every other like he doesn't get respect to the people that he needs the respect from like a bucky like a sam everyone else fucking loves him in the world that but the people he needs won't respect him and also without the serum he just a little bitch like he can't keep up he can't he can't and yeah no you, you made a very good point that he honestly, he's never known really what it takes to be Captain America because really at the same time, only one person has known what it takes to be Captain America and that's Steve Rogers. Like that's and another reason why Sam initially has turned down the shield because he knows the responsibility. He also knows the like 
the undertones and everything why he it was at least for the time being smart of him to not or that he knew the consequences and everything but he's just you know you feel bad a little bit for john walker but at the same time he's he he, he ain't it so no. and now he's just gonna i think just go full villain and we're gonna hate him even more for doing some yeah. type of shit yeah, I think because he's definitely like, you know, with uh, Louis Dreyfus, I forget how to pronounce her full name, but like, he's like in like, we see in the end credit scenes that they have in this episode, he's building his own shields, which it's like the US agent, he kind of just goes fucking rogue, and he's going to be a fucking villain, but also he's probably going to be like one of those like, in a way like anti-heroes probably, because he's probably going to like defend the shit out of America, but do all the horrible things to make it happen, you know? It's like, he don't fucking care about breaking a few eggs to make an omelet type scenario. Um, You brought up something, it was like, I think you said something like sad. And what was sad about this episode, how accurate and true, but also just like how fucked up, like the whole Isaiah story that we go further in depth to that. Like, I really love that interaction with Sam and stuff. I was happy that he was able to go back and he's like trying to like give him the shield in a way or something, you know, he's like, I don't want that shit. And then he like talks about it. He's like, you know, brought up a lot of good points especially like saying like you know n- they'll never want a black man as captain america and no self-respecting black man would want to be captain america and like just his whole story being broke down and all that shit like it's it, it's really fucking sad but speaks so much truth especially with like if you look at the last past two weeks or more in like the news everything is still it's like Nothing like it's like the BLM, BLM stuff that happened last year didn't even fucking matter at this point, like to what's going on in our country. And like it kind of gets really like shown in this episode. I was like, damn, that, like, that was a deep episode. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what that's what this whole episode was really about was just showing really the the differences, like what especially just how what Isaiah Bradley went through and like how he the story told is very similar to Cap's story in the original first Avenger where he saves the Howling Commandos and all those other POWs and like is celebrated but what Isaiah Bradley did for his brothers he said that everyone that the government and everyone was just saying they were evidence he saved them and he was punished for it and was imprisoned really for it and john walker yes he was stripped away of pretty much everything he's had because of his instant but at the same time he was able to really just walk away now he's yeah he's free isaiah didn't do anything wrong he was put in this terrible position of having to be a super soldier and was just pretty much a lab rat type of deal and at the end of it he was again in prison and it's just it, it's heartbreaking just to see that and i'm i'm glad to see uh to learn more about this i i i wish i hope they do even more stuff on isaiah bradley because i feel like this would be just a great little kind of so much this like a mini series to just go yeah. back and like explore all this because i feel like it'd be a great story to tell I saw a Bardock tweet about that. Like, it would be a really cool, like, either miniseries or, like, even, like, like a one-hour little special thing just to, like, get more on that and just see that go crazy. Like, it's, like, 
think about it. Like, we could have had a black Captain America, and, like, in a way, they didn't want to accept it, and that's why, you know, he became a target of, like, you know, let's see why did it work on him, you know? And yeah. it's it, that whole story was, like, really fucking sad. And I also was, like, you know, when I thought it, when he said it, I'm like, I didn't think about it until then. But, like, for example, Sam wants to make the story go public and stuff like that. And then Isaiah's like, you think I'm going to live, like, a day after you say this? Like, 100%, I could see that. If that were to happen, he would have died. He, he would have been killed. That just to invalidate his whole legacy. And then also to just, you know, just like they'd make it look like Sam was a liar or whatever. And that's another reason why like he shouldn't be Captain America or stuff like that. So, but I mean, to get a little bit more off the series, I did enjoy this last episode of just really the culmination of Bucky and Sam's kind of friendship. Dude, they did that that typical montage of like making something or fixing something. And I was like, this is so typical of like movie shit. And I loved it. Like it was so funny. And I also love that you bring that up, dude. Bucky was flirting with Sam's sister. You know, he likes the sisters. I like yeah, that. You know, yeah, he was, yeah. you know, chop, 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 uh, chopping it up with her. And you see Sam, he's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> Bucky's always been a ladies' man, even in, you know, in the first Captain America. He's always. You know, he he always pulling the bitches, so he's just you know. Yeah, um, you know, like uh, you know that key and the key and peel skit, uh, like Obama with his anger translator type yeah. shit. I would love if like Samuel Jackson would be like Sam's like you know anger <laughs> translator and just saying all the horrible things that Sam wants to say when shit's going down. Like it's so fucking funny. Uh, and uh, actually, a little note that I think I uh, saw about this one reason when he hears that her when he gets introduced to sarah and everything the reason apparently like he smiles and is happy is everything because that was steve rogers mother's name so i think it kind of also like brought back to you know his bestest friend in the whole world yeah and i mean i also like i really enjoyed their conversation they had in the yard you know where they're talking about it and they're mm-hmm. passing around the shield and you know he kind of like fucking opens up and admits like you know you throwing away the shield and just letting it retire like you're retiring my best friend the only piece of like thing that i really had and i didn't know who the fuck i was anymore that was deep and also one thing that i really liked and this was definitely like a more like just the way they filmed it and just wrote this episode the shield felt like a person it felt like a real character in this episode i don't know like if it was just the way i was listening to half the episode or just not but i loved all the i felt like the shield was extra noisy this episode like you know when just touching it and it sounds so like realistic and you know when like they were doing that badass fucking fight scene against john walker in the beginning just the way the shield was being used and the sounds it was producing like and also just the entire episode around the shield. It felt like a real character, which I thought was like done really well. Yeah, I mean the shield was a was like the focal point of the episode cuz it, you know, it started off with it having the blood on it, you know, being stained also, and everything. Also also really great visual like yeah, him yeah. holding the shield with the blood dripping. That was crazy cool. It was perfect like birth of a villain type deal. And you know, Sam, like, when he first, as soon as he grabs the shield, pretty much, he's, like, trying to wipe away the blood and everything. 
kind of. He was touching like, that blood. That was a little gross. It was, it was a little gross. Yes. <laughs> he got a cough or something, bro. <laughs> you know, he, he he's always thinking of. I feel like he's always thinking that's Steve's. So, gotta keep it. You know, how he Pristine, would. Steve, yeah. And yeah, it, it was just funny just seeing them kind of just having a toss with it. But like again, speaking. I thought I really enjoyed like Bucky, how you're saying like me and Steve didn't realize what it'd be like for a black person to, you know, take up the Captain America mantle. And he kind of admitted how like he was kind of wrong being upset with him first, kind of, you know, giving away the shield, but he understands. And then, you know, Sam kind of also going at Bucky and, you know, trying to make him like realize that he's got to do more in order to, you know, get away this guilt and get away from the sins of his past, really. So I just feel like it's it's creating even bigger brotherhood and everything. But yet there's still, you know, two guys that like to fuck with each other and all that. So. Yeah. I really hope this becomes like a season two type of thing. I know it's miniseries and they haven't discussed yet if there's a season two at some point, but like, if this is the only way we'll continue Captain America stuff until they're ready to do it again, like it's, it's great. This show has been so fucking good. And just like, it's elevated the views on Bucky 10 times. And like, even Mm -hmm. Sam, like I always like the, I thought I never had a problem with Sam. I always liked his character and stuff, but even like the small things that we get for Sam, like is always like, is growing on me more too. And like, Seeing his, like, practice at the end, like, he's trying to get ready for the shield because now he's going to embrace it. Also, I'm surprised. There's a lot of close fucking calls. He's only a normal human. How is that not killing him on impact hitting? Like, I'm pretty sure he did get hit in the head when John Walker was slamming that shit around. Like, how are you alive (laughs) getting hit with that fucking vibranium right there? Man's man's got many many concussions because of that. uh, Cue the Chris Benoit music right there. And I, I, I kind of enjoyed the whole, I don't know, a kind of like Rocky montage type thing where just like showing, also showing how absolutely fucking ripped Anthony Mackie is. Like yeah. I, I don't think they really showed it this whole series. And then it's just like, hey, you thought fucking, you know how Steve Rogers was ripped? Look at this fucking guy. You know? Hell yeah. Just seeing Dude. some ripped his fucking fuck. biceps and like that. That's what, that's what we all want to see, you know? And then you got like one one little problem I had with this episode was there was a lot of kind of slow motion and a little unnecessary slow motion at times too. Yeah. Like I, I remember when like Bucky is going to the boat like early in the morning. For some reason they just have him walking slowly and like I, I don't know if there's like some deeper meaning into it, but it just it felt weird. They probably saw the Snyder cut and they're like, quick, we got to edit this real yeah, quick. We got to like, get on that hype. Slow mo is the thing again. Slow mo, slow mo. Yeah, it was a little weird for sure. Yeah, that was, but uh, yeah, to touch on something you mentioned, the, the opening fight in this episode was, it, it, I mean, it was very, it was pretty much like the fight in the end of Civil War, really. It was, it, yeah. Yeah but even more intense and like just more especially because there was there was some blood because it was mostly on that shield and you know we saw they fucking they broke the guy's arm too 
Like, dude, was, that was sick. That was so was, sick oof. when they broke his arm just to get the shield. Such a real like struggle to get that. And honestly, after that first fucking scene, I knew like this episode's probably the best one of the season. And until next episode, it is now it is my top episode of the season. It was fucking good from that fight scene to just character development and the story. But that fight scene just went crazy. And, like, John Walker looked like a legitimate, like, threat to them now that he has the super soldier serum. Like, you know, before he was just a dude that could fight. Now he's a dude that could fight, and he got the juice. He on the juice, man. Like, that dude, like, it took Bucky, and who's a, who got some juice in him, and he's enhanced, got the fucking arm. And you got Sam that, like, lucky enough, he got the little, like, little pew-pews on his back yeah. because he almost got screwed. Yeah. <laughs> John Walker ripping the wings off? Fire. Which then now makes sense, like, in the fucking suitcase, you're going to get that nice Captain America Wakanda-style, like, suit for uh, Sam for next episode. I I don't know why, I'm just kind of picturing they just gave him, like, a kind of a lower-tier Black Panther suit, and it just looked funny (laughs) to him to just be in, like, kind of like a Black Panther suit that doesn't fit him, kind of. (laughs) They just put little, like, little paper wings on the back, and like, here, you fucker. (laughs) Yeah, you fly, yeah. Big whoop, but... Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. They've te- they teased the hell out of it. This suit better look fucking absolute fire. And I have I saw like a, a leaked it's, toy of what it looked like. It, it kind of looked okay. Not gonna lie, it looked okay. Because I, I mean, I just said anything made from Wakanda just always looks pretty fucking cool. So, dude, Bucky's arm is sick. Yeah. <laughs> And then you saw when it got like when he got kind of like electrocuted in a way, it started like hmm. vibrating a lot. Yeah, I wonder if Bucky's done that on purpose before. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah, that that yeah, hand yeah. was going pretty fast. There's some lonely <laughs> nights in Bucky's life. Yeah, he was yeah. almost he almost got a, a nice lady, and then he screwed himself out of that one. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe Sarah will will be seeing that arm in the future. Who knows? Oh my god, imagine <laughs> Imagine the conversations that would happen if like we get to see a clip of like Sam, I mean Bucky walking out of like Sarah's room and <laughs> Sam has a fucking look at him. It's like that's kinda like, you know, when um they closed out like uh which movie was it? The one which one was it? Samuel Jackson and uh well I forget her name. Uh Maria Hill when they closed off because they're getting uh they're getting snapped, and he's like, "Mother, Infinity War." That oh, that was Infinity War. So kind of like that one, or kind of like where, yeah. you know, in Spider Man, where t- uh, uh, Tom Holland's like, "Holy shit!" Or like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And he gets cut out. Like that, you would need to see like something like that. <laughs> and, he, and Mackie's like pissed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's but, like this. This. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good dirty. This mo- I don't know. Either which way, that would be cool. That was just hilarious. Yeah, but great episode. Yeah, just just to echo the, these last two episodes have been the, the the best in this series, and is really. I, I think I'm gonna wait a, until the finale to like decide which is better between this and Wandavision. I feel like. This, this this might be a little bit better right now, but I just want to see how it if it, if it sticks the finale really well, it's uh, it, it's gonna be something else because I mean one of the, I enjoyed the one of the vision finale, but it wasn't like amazing. This yeah. I think has the potential because there's just so much shit 
that could be happening. And whew, too, too fucking excited. Can't believe it's only one episode. And then Loki's so fucking feels far away, but uh, yeah, too excited. Hell yeah. It's, it's a shame. Six episodes. I wish, you know, it makes sense. Cause sometimes, you know, they, the shorter, the better in a way of terms of like, if they gave us like 15 episodes, there were probably maybe some duds in there and shit, but like, I, w- I would just fucking love if we got a shit ton of more stuff, but you know what? Can't complain of what we got, you know, just wish mm. there was more with what we're getting, but it's leading up to a lot of things. Loki with the trailer coming out the other week or some shit like that. That looked fucking good. Like yeah. I'm excited either which way I just want more. And I hope they find a way to throw more Bucky in there. Bucky's the star in this show. He is, he has done the best for me. And I like, just mm-hmm. of like, I liked him already. Now I like him 10 times more just cause you see how fucking like traumatizing and everything's been for him. And I still want to see Bucky and Wakanda. I want to see what the hell happened yeah. down there. Like, that episode five, I mean, episode four just showed us, like, you know, he had to go through some fucking trauma to get there. He's a white wolf. I want to know why. I want to know more about the white wolf, definitely. Because that would be extremely interesting how all that stuff happened, how he was able to get to that point of being free, in a way. Like, I wonder if he he probably had to maybe fight the Dormelage at some points. Like, that scene, if they have that, crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, look at him as a fighter, one of the best fighters out there. Going against Dora Milaje? Dude. Ooh. All right, well, I guess that's kind of our review. That's kind of our recap. I mean, dude, episode six next Friday. I wish they could drop, like, a nice two-hour episode. <laughs> Call mm-hmm. it and give us that, you know, give us some more stuff. But, all right, we're going to be getting some more stuff soon. I think I could hit the intro now. I mean, outro. So, that's episode five. Well, four and five. I keep thinking five and six for some reason, but we're getting six soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Finn, for being here. Of course. Staying up late. wait for the finale. Yep. Always. (laughs) Well, with that being said, peace out, people.